Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I am your host, Jason, the Angry Wargamer, the more or less tired Wargamer. <laughs> and Drew and Lando, we're doing remote today because my dumbass has forgot some scheduling shit and I'm playing single dad for the weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> How's it going? How goes it? So, um, yeah, I've been like... I don't know what I've been doing. Like, I got so I got cleared to go back to work. So this week's coming kind of like strange for me. Um, so I'll be going back to work next week. Uh, a football for my kid. It was homecoming weekend. Doctor's appointments. Um, ordering stuff. Fixing like the house up. <laughs> stuff I can do right now. And then just it's just been chaos for me. <laughs> What about you guys? <laughs> um, so I had to go to the dentist this week. Oh, <laughs> good or bad? <laughs> well, considering it was my very first time, pretty bad. Ooh, all right. Well, so <laughs> no safe out. word this time, huh? Huh? <laughs> no safe word this time, huh? No. Forgetting it, it's pineapple. <laughs> the pain, the pain. Sorry, go ahead. Like, I... My wisdom teeth are growing into the point where it they can't be ignored anymore. Oh yeah, I got there once. They've already broken. Ooh. So yeah, I got an appointment set up and everything. Get everything, all that shit done. It's gonna be. It's gonna take a couple, a uh, couple visits to get it done, but Ouch. Jesus Christ! Do you have all four was... of them? Huh? Do you have all, all four. four of them? Yes. Oof. Yeah, I only had two. I got lucky. Nope. I have four. I have. Uh, I have four. Uh, well, I have two left. Um, they pulled my uh, left side ones. One was impacted. And needed to be fucking dealt with, which I'm happy they did because it was fucking getting infected like every other month. And then the top one, I was just tired of biting my cheek. So, I mean, they got rid of that for as a, uh, to go along with it because it was also kind of jutting out of the gum line. The ones on my right side are, uh, they, I want them gone just because I don't see a reason to have them. But they aren't doing anything to the bridge line, so... The, the oral surgeon I was working with, they, uh, they're they just like, well, we're not going to, which ones do you want me to remove? I'm like, for the moment, just get rid of the ones of the most that are the most aggravating. But I also wasn't under anesthetic when they work with mine, so I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with you. Are they going to knock your ass out, or are they just going to put you on a local and just have a conversation with you? They're going to knock my ass out. No. Have, <laughs> have fun having a, have fun, have, yeah, have fun having a scene missing. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I only had two, and mine got removed. But I ended up with like fucking lockjaw for like three weeks afterwards. Did so. they uh, did they cut into your gums with a rusty scalpel? What the fuck? No, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a common thing. Like I apparently was in so much pain that my jaw was like, no, fuck you, you're not doing anything. Um, and they said that that basically was normal and it'll go away. And I was like, oh, fantastic. When? Well, well it was more like you went, 
Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, I literally, um, I couldn't eat anything for like the first week, and then the second week, the only thing I could eat was Jack's Pizza. Because it was the only thing that would fit between my teeth. Jesus. I'm, cur I'm currently having a similar problem right now. The, I've only eaten eggs because that seems to be the only thing I can tolerate in opening my fucking mouth. Mm, soft. That's what it is, right? <laughs> oh, you haven't had them taken out yet, have you, Lando? No, no not yet. Oh, this is just you. You're just having issues at at current. Yeah, my oh. uh, my my back the my my back front. I mean, my back left uh, side is uh infected. Oh, fr oh, shitty dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I've taken sucks. some. Uh, what do they call? I came for aspirin. There we go. <laughs> Thought it was gonna be something complicated like codeine, but okay. Are they gonna no. are they gonna stick you on like antibiotics before you have to get them done too? They're gonna do like the yep. whole fancy yeah. That yep, sucks. that's the idea. Fantastic. Yeah, my my guy was one of those older older oral surgeons, so like I don't even think he like blinked when he popped out all of my teeth. Like I think once I get my the other two pulled out, like I, I I was in and out way quicker than I should have been in my and he was the same oral surgeon who worked on my wife who actually was kind of pissed off because she actually went asked for laughing gas because she was so fucking nervous about it. Yeah. And she wasn't even high by the time she was done. They popped her teeth out and she was already <laughs> out. I was sitting there for two fucking minutes. And she was already done, and she was actually pissed off in the car. She's like, I didn't get any of the benefit of this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, he's too good. I, I, I was sitting there listening to him talk about him working with, his, working with a plastic surgeon who was fucking his secretary. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was the conversation I was having with this guy while he was pulling out parts of my fucking mouth viscera. Fantastic. Jesus Christ! I just had <laughs> I just had local. I think that's why I ended up with like the lockjaw thing. You had a weird weird pain response then, because like I had it popped out and I was perfectly fine and I didn't have any lockjaw or anything. Like I don't know. Maybe we maybe we just have we react differently to those sort of things. I'm At like, least you didn't have horrible swelling. That could have been worse. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who had her wisdom teeth pulled, and she had a fucking egg sticking out of the side of her face for like three days. Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't get the bad Ugh. swelling. I just got the weird fucking response. So. Oh, well. I had a mini stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, here's the other fucked up thing. I figured out that if you take too many Tylenol with codeine uh, too quickly, um... It uh, it makes you forget things. <laughs> oh. So like the Novocaine started to wear off, and uh, I had already taken a codeine before it wore off, um, and I ended up in like severe amounts of pain. And I'm calling the doctor. I'm like, hey, I took this thing like a half hour ago. Like, what the fuck? He's like, just take another one. And I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> I took another one. Another half hour went by, and I'm like, I'm still in pain. Like, let me just take another one. I took three. Tylenol with codeine within an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, Jesus. My world was fucking spinning. <laughs> Should have given you some, like, fucking Vicodin or something. Oh, I can't do Vicodin. I get violent. Viol Viodin. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, they, more, more violent than I already a, am. They couldn't really. give you like a topical or something. That might have helped. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some Anbasol would have at least numbed it for a fucking moment so you had a moment to breathe between agonizing moments. Well, they literally, they pulled them out, and then they were like, all right, you're good to go. And I was like, okay. <laughs> They're like, don't eat anything right away. Um, just uh, give it a second, but here's your prescription. So I got the prescription filled, and literally by the time the prescription was filled, like, my jaw was in so much pain. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, this is a terrible idea. I should have not done this. But, you know, now I feel better, so... I mean, at least you didn't get dry socket. That could have been a problem. Oh, I made sure that didn't happen. I took good care of that fucking shit. <laughs> I was like, I am not getting that. No, that moment. Now that, now that we're scaring lot to move. Yeah, now that we're scaring Lando. <laughs> You're not My scaring pun. me. Here's all the horror stories that could possibly go wrong to you. <laughs> Dude, but you'll feel yeah, better. You'll feel car. better afterwards. I don't think we can do anything to him. Oh, yeah, That's what I'm trying enough. to say. It's like fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you're not scaring me with shit like that. <laughs> I've dealt with worse. I, I always forget. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> it's fine. Right, anyway, Lando. anything else, Lando? <laughs> We've kind of like commandeered your your teeth. <laughs> I mean, you can take, you can keep the wisdom teeth. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one thing I was always disappointed about when I had any kind of procedure where something was extracted. I never got to keep any of it as a souvenir. Usually, the, I mean, I remember when we were growing up, I had my tonsils taken out, and they showed me my tonsils. Like I remember that specifically as like a nine-year-old seeing my tonsils. Yeah, I saw my when they took out the cyst out of my back. They showed it to me. They had it in a fucking uh, in a little jar with some liquid. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but why but, haven't like why don't they do that anymore? Like they don't show you anything. I remember when my fr I remember when my brother showed me a photo of uh, of my face the first time when uh, after I got hit by the truck, I saw my cheekbone. Ooh, nice. I think I don't the have last that photo anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> I think the last major surgery. That was an eye opener. I think the last major huh? surgery where something was removed and I got to see it was my kid. Oh Jesus! <laughs> ah, fair enough. <laughs> they told me I had to keep that one though. I couldn't get. <laughs> they didn't take it away from me. <laughs> you must remember it. Remember it for all time. <laughs> got to keep this one for eighteen years. Then whatever whatever happens after that's its own problem. <laughs> Oh my god. No no latchkey kids. Yeah, right. Oh man, they did that to me twice. Damn it. What the <laughs> hell? Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I only had it, I only dealt with that problem once. Yeah. Anyway, I guess it's my turn now. <laughs> Go right ahead. Share with the class today. <laughs> if you're going to go, if you're going to go piss, I'm going to actually go actually get, get talking. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead. Uh, um. So this week, uh, seeing all, looking at all the spoilers that have been coming up for the next MTG set, I'm so fucking tired of this dance. I'm just so worn out. Like, uh -huh. and then I got to finally, finally finally pick up something i pre-ordered fucking uh, almost a, a half a year ago 
Because oh. Hasbro doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And their, re, and their reissues take for fucking ever because they only have one goddamn manufacturing company. Was it the, and they um, refuse to open another goddamn build, building to do more manufacturing because then that means they'd have to pay money to earn more money. And apparently they don't realize how fucking development works. Whatever. Was that the secret well, layer they stuff? They either do all that or they pass the cost on to you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean at 175 bucks across six months i mean i'm not going to argue with that point but again you're sitting in situations where it's just like no no but i finally got got something for my transformers collection that i've been uh, that i've been waiting for for a bit oh there you go i thought you were talking about secret layers i was like these motherfuckers (laughs) no there are people who are still waiting on their secret layers from like fucking months the one that the one that we were talking about in the last episode that that, that isn't even shipping until fucking December, Jesus starting Christ. to ship. Let's say that. So way. so these secret layers are basically fucking pre-orders, is what you're telling me. Oh, dude, these are these are all the, the, they're only printing as many as are ordered. So yeah, pretty much. Then why do they have such a short window to order? Uh, I don't know because you touch yourself at night. I don't know. Yeah. No, they I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna stop they, doing they keep that. it. Uh, they artificially make it small so that people have to get you know. There's a fire under their ass to order them. I think this. I think the block that we're t- we were talking about has. I think it's good till the fifteenth, I believe. Which, I mean, okay. If you want to order that? Go ahead. I think, like I said, there was one set that I wanted, and I don't really even give a shit about it. About it to do that kind of stuff It's just like I have way less way less invested in this than i than i than you'd imagine and i'm still doing like spell table games and shit and I, i'm having fun but just there like not having fun watching you know them constantly keep putting out more shit yeah we'll get to that because we like there's some shit going on that i'm just like oh no like why are you doing this and then i'm like looking at some of these spoilers yeah we'll get to that <laughs> It's point. fine. It's just fucking. Uh, <laughs> or we can get just, into it now if you want to, <laughs> since you're the last person. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, the the Innistrad spoilers started. I think they started last week, if I recall. I want to say they started in between our shows, so that makes sense. Yeah. And there, a lot of stuff came out. That's uh, what is it? Midnight Hunt, I believe this one's called. Yeah. Uh, and, they started uh, spoiling the, the they started focused. they started spoiling the other one too already. Yeah, but they haven't gone all in on that. There's like they only put like a couple like primer spoilers, and that shit isn't coming out for another two months. Yeah. So it the the the, the midnight hunt comes out at like the twenty third, I believe it was, and then it go and then the other one comes out two months after that. Though they stated that one set's going to be more powerful than the other, which most people are assuming the vampire one's going to be more powerful. Whatever, do right. whatever you got to do. But a lot of the cards that are coming out are relatively powerful in in the contrast of um, D and D. Well, really? no, the the werewolf stuff because werewolf hadn't didn't get a great a great representation of cards through the first two Innistrad blocks, so they finally put out some cards for werewolves that are actually relatively powerful. A, a, a flip a flip legendary that's actually pretty useful for werewolves. And a flip planeswalker, it's good for werewolves as well. So they got some good stuff there. But one of the major headaches that I'm having with uh, with the set is they're finding ways to make things much more fucking difficult for people. They're making it so that they're going to have commander-only cards 
in set and collector boosters to force people to fucking buy them. Yep. And they're not putting them in any of the pre-cons. They're only going to be in the set and collector's boosters. So if you just wanted to buy the draft stuff, they have created, uh, they have artificially created a haves and have not system that they've been, they've basically been cultivating since they started making the fucking, uh, the theme boosters way back in, I want to say it started in Eldraine. And nobody fucking liked them, but they still kept putting them out. <clears throat> well, that, and they've so, made it so you can't get draft boosters on uh, release night. Yeah, you can't get draft booster boxes so. on pre-release anymore. You can either only get set or collectors, which is bullshit because they're more expensive. And while you do get a decent amount of value out of the set stuff, and it's anybody's guess if you make up the difference on collectors boosters boxes i've never bought a collector's booster box because i don't see a reason of throwing 300 fucking dollars against the wall and hoping i get my return on investment because even on draft booster boxes i get return on investment because the pre-order prices on things tend to be much more expensive on but then than official release so my stuff's worth money at least until it fully releases right now if i get set booster boxes I might break even. I might get get above it. It's feast or famine on that. Especially because they have eight different versions of the fucking cards because you have the showcase cards. Then you have the foils themselves. Then you have the regular versions of the cards. And then they might have a super secret ultra, you know, devil version of the card. And it's just like, and then there's the full art version of the cards. And it's like, how many goddamn versions of this fucking card are you going to put out? And, I mean, it, it, good on them because it's making it so that they're pissing off a bunch of the OCD players because if they end up getting a full play set of them and all of them are different, it's going to drive them absolutely batshit. So, I mean, good on them for making, you know, <laughs> fucking, with the, fucking with the mental health of their players. I mean, they're already, I mean, they're already doing dumb shit. You might as well, you know, stick a lit cigarette in someone's eye while you're at it. Right. <laughs> Not to mention you still got the fucking secret layer shit that's currently coming out. We've already discussed. Yeah. Like, well, we, like, we, there's, we there's talked about like the fatigue several... part of it is what we did. We, um, cause we're, we're, ba we're literally fatigued over the shit that's being put out right now. Like that's what it, there's, there's no, um, there's no better way of putting it. Like just, just too much shit too fast. But at the same time, like, so the D and D set, I didn't buy any of it. I don't. I don't have any of it. None of it. Um. But like this set, the the power creep, the power difference of some of these cards compared to what is, like they're re they're reprinting like Pithing Needle, they're reprinting Delver, uh, they're reprinting they're reprinting some staples in modern, and then some of these new cards are just way, way too powerful. Even at some of like the the mana cost, some of these are. But there's some really good, cheap, like, legendaries and rares that the the power level is not, like, it's skyrocketed from what D&D &D was supposed to do. You know, also, the value in these sets is actually diminishing badly. Now, to be fair and for to be fair for D&D, D&D is essentially a core set. Now, just so everybody's aware of this, if we haven't talked about it already, I, I'm not sure if I brought it up in the last show. Going forward, they're no longer doing any core sets at all. They're going to make a yearly yearly jumpstart set. 
in replacement of the corsets because they sell better and it allows them to be more creative with a lot of the, the cards that they are putting out and keeps things random and actually helps the limited environment because Jumpstart's actually a really good like drafting set. But I really like the core sets because when the rotation happens, the core set is basically giving you all of the core cards that you need, right? That you're going to use, you're going to see. So now what's going to happen? They most <laughs> they will most likely slip some of them into the jumpstart sets and they will start working them into the expansion sets as they go forward. The problem with them is they've been muddling around with the formula over the past 25 years and they've never been able to really staple it down in a way that they've been comfortable with. When it comes to the core sets as a whole, it, ever it, I, I want to say since fifth edition, like nothing other than like ninth and seventh have held enough va- retain, re, re, retainable value to warrant keeping them around as something for new players because that's what they're essentially there for. Let's not lie to right. ourselves. They're there as a way to get new players in to the ground level with a substantial amount of cards across Magic's history and just tickle the fancies enough of like the, the seasoned players that they might pick up a box or pick up singles. So that's why they never really hold their value as much on, on that unless they have really good reprints. Like M19 had um, Scape Shift, Omniscience, and then um, they, re- they printed a new version of all the Elder Dragons. And those all had varying diff- degrees of value attached to them. Nicol Bolas obviously was the most expensive one. I think he's sitting at like 30 right now. The right. Shift reprints in the 30s and 40s. Omniscience, I think, is like in still 20. So like there was value there. But like if you look at a lot of the stuff that they ended up reprinting later on, like the the, the rare lands that they ended up filling 20 and 21 with were the fucking Scry lands from Theros. Those yeah. things should have been downgraded to fucking uncommon. Right. <laughs> for two reasons. They come into play Taft and they Scry one. Yeah. Big deal. Zalfir and Void scries one and it doesn't come into play tapped and it taps for a colorless and it's a fucking uncommon. Trust me, you can drop those to uncommon. I don't think anybody would would fucking argue with that. Making them a rare turns them into bulk and yep. no one's going to put them in a deck unless they're playing commander and the standard formats are, <clears throat> they've been trying to slow them down. So I think that's one of the reasons why they've had them. But it, you'd be better served putting in condition lands, like the show lands or the check lands that they've been that they've been working with, like the uh, I really um, like the ones the, out of the ones out of Strixhaven, that those kind of things. Yeah, I really like the shock lands, though. I'm not gonna lie, the shock. You lands and everybody are, else, they're they're yeah. they are effectively the newer generations who hadn't played when you and I played. That's their dual lands, effectively. Yeah. It's they can true, come into play on Taft, but it costs you. Yep. I you I like. I are old enough to remember the original dual lands and how and when they were broken. like twelve or fifteen bucks a piece. <laughs> broken they were. <laughs> they are. They still are. That's why most of them, even the unlimited and revised ones, are still sitting up between like four hundred to six hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. I. I wouldn't pay that fucking money, but if I happened upon, you know, a family member who suddenly, you know, came up with a magic collection they didn't want and they gave it to me, I still wouldn't play those cards. Those end up in a security deposit box and never looked at again. 
Yeah, I so going back to this set, I think what we're gonna see in this set is more of a lore focus. I think they they tried to shift with the D and D for like lore stuff, and they're really going hard on lore. Like supposedly some of these cards are spoiling Markov not being dead. Like they're retconning a lot of their old lore, um, and people are kind of freaking out about it. Yeah, if they bring back Edgar Markov in uh, the uh, um, Crimson Vow, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to shit, shit bricks. I know uh, a couple of cards have shot up in price because of the, some of the newer Planeswalkers that have come out. Like Renin 7 has sparked Renin 6 to jump up to 120 bucks. Jesus. Now, then the funny thing is, is this is even after they said they're putting out another uh, um, another master set and they're and the and the and the box uh, uh, graphic has Renin six on it. So they're reprinting Renin six, yet it's still driving the price up right now. You'll see it drop back down, but I don't think it's going below 50 because it's too powerful of a card in modern. And in uh, I think it's banned in legacy, but. It's such a powerful card. There's just like too many decks that are running Ren and Six right now, and the new Ren and Seven looks fucking amazing. And I would totally get grab a copy of that as long as it doesn't cost me a testicle. <laughs> yeah, there's um, I forgot where it is. There's a there's a card that it has Soren running to an empty casket. Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone's like, oh shit, Markov's back. But then at the same time, there's lore where Liliana has been around for 300 years, still trying to figure out how to resurrect people like completely, like completely bring them back. So, but Liliana is stuck in uh, Strixhaven now. Yeah. According to the lore, she gave up on trying to bring back Gideon Jura. She was going to do it because she felt like she owed it to him for, you know, taking the hit for her. Yeah, and she taught what, and she ended up having a conversation with Belladros Witherbloom, who basically told us like some things are just best left dead. I think you'd just be better served doing that. So she's staying on Strixhaven at least for the time being. As far as I know, Kaya is still technically hunting her down, but Kaya is in Innistrad right now doing whatever the fuck is going on. And the new Teferi Planeswalker that's coming out looks even more fucking broken than the last iteration, which is <laughs> fucking baffling to me. Yeah, this uh, the because the other thing too is they're releasing um, they've resed Liza, um, yep, Liza's back and she's fucking broken. I love her. Yeah, she came. She's back now, and there's a new Florian, uh, Voldaren. So there's new, like these vampire clans are still around. Uh, what we don't see is we don't see Soren outside of a few cards that have him like on the art. But I think he'll, I mean, obviously he'll be in the vampire version of it, but these are people that should have been dead, like straight up dead. Like they should not be around. Well, at the moment, there are only two planeswalkers that have been spoiled. If I'm not mistaken. No, that's all three. Sorry. All three have already been spoiled. Renan seven, uh, Teferi who stops the sun, and uh Arlen uh, Arlen Cord uh liaison slash uh night vigilant or whatever the fuck she's called. Pax so, Hope. so yeah, no, they Pax already have Hope, the three. So she... Kaya and uh and Sorin aren't getting cards, but they're still Crimson Vow, so they might get cards out of there. Right. 
So who the fuck knows? Yeah. It's anybody's guess with this with the shit what they're gonna end up doing. And the Innistrad like lore said, is probably by far like the best lore because it was a major turning point back then for the Planeswalkers. And then like mm-hmm. things kind of petered out when it came to when Strixhaven showed up. Really, even Kaldheim. Kaldheim kind of had. I mean, you saw Kaya come back, but it's like, uh, I mean, story wise, Kaldheim like slowed everything down and now it looks like everything's getting flashed into like flashed into the pan with midnight hunt and then the crimson vow a couple months later so well whatever happens happens but again the new uh, master set isn't coming out till 2022 anyways which is coming up closer than it is farther for people who aren't paying attention because i know a lot of people have just been not paying attention to the time because Literally, we were in we, we were in COVID lockdown up until summer, and then apparently the government felt like treating it like summer vacation, so we all got a summer off where we didn't have to wear masks or do anything stupid. And then the moment it shifted back into fucking fall and school, every mask went right <laughs> the fuck back on. So. And vaccine, man. Oh, I'm sorry, more. I didn't. And, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> v- vaccination, vaccine mandates, mask mandates. All the fucking psychopathic fucking people out there right now. It's just like, I I don't even care anymore. Like, I'm just going to live in my little hobbit hole. Like, you guys are probably the only guests I'm ever going to have ever. (laughs) Like, like, that's it. Like, I don't plan on doing shit else. (laughs) It was a lovely vacation. That's what I'm going to call summer summer break. It was a vacation. Wait till wait Before till you, wait till you tell us we can't leave our houses again, and then we're gonna be like, "Fuck." <laughs> we'll be calling up Australia and be like, "What the fuck did you assholes do?" Yeah, right. This Dude, is why you need to rein in, rein in your fucking politicians. Yeah. Anyway, before we get all political again, obviously today is nine eleven. Uh, now that we're talking about politics, <laughs> never forget. Um, never forget. Yeah, as much as like we want to downplay it, I think we basically covered it last podcast where we talked a little bit He's about Afghanistan and stuff. So, what? Sorry. You just blacked out hard on me, and I'm like, did he just die off? Like, what the no, hell? I'm and still here. You just continuing on with your message. You're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just... It's just my shit's acting stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, we just talked. I mean, we basically covered it last time. We're not going to go all sappy playing the, um, was it Star Spangled Banner, or, you know, Toby Keith or whatever the fuck it is. Um, it is what it is. We're dealing with Maybe whatever Alan now. Jackson. Yeah, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking. Did they, did they, are they doing the read? Did they do the reading today? I literally have not watched TV all day. I've been literally running around all day. So no, that's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah. Usually on 9/11, they do the reading of the victims, if I recall. Um, I'm gonna assume I, they kept. They're still doing them. I, I think they were too busy dealing with a particular Florida po- politician who basically dunked on 9/11, saying that it's no longer her most. The, her, her her worst moment in American history that apparently January 6th is. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, <done>. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> That's fine. We can all have a lovely serving of Cantonope. Let's get into somebody else's bullshit then. 
Let's talk about the uh, the red list for tabletop RPGs. <laughs> okay, uh, you need to um, fucking tell me about that. What the fuck is that about? Oh my god. Okay, so somebody on Twitter, um, I probably can probably find it actually. That's um, literally all you had to say is someone on Twitter, because like I can't think of any other reason why it wouldn't be something like that. Yeah, I don't exactly know what happened, but it showed up on my Twitter feed, and um, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Somebody was just compiling a list of companies that you probably you probably want to be be aware of due to whether or not they're political or not. And one particular company caught wind of it and decided to throw their hat in the table by basically dissing on all of the companies that were considered apolitical by this person and that they were the ones who are they they believe that all tabletop gaming that all of it is political and that you're a fucking moron if you aren't if you believe otherwise so okay oh morons Gotcha. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You're, you basically have a flat right there. They're being fucking morons on the matter. Yeah, so whoever did this, what they did is they separated in three categories. A green, a yellow, and a red list. The green list is companies that are indifferent or don't care about politics or don't try to shove it down your throat. The yellow list are ones that are, like, on the fence. Um, let me see. Who's on the yellow list? Catalyst Games, Fantasy Flight... Uh, Tulsarian Games, Goodman Games, Mongoose, GURPS, Free League, Reaper Miniatures, and the Red List are companies that are apparently too woke. So Wizards of the Coast, Paizo, Crucible 7, Onyx Path, uh, New White Wolf Publishing, Evil Hat Productions, which is the company you're talking about, which is already on the list. Cobalt Press, Monty Cook Games, Gen Con, the convention. Now, here's here's what they put. Like, here's how they determined who was too woke. Like, basically. Um, let me see if I can find one of the, those stupid bullshit ones. Okay, here we go. Uh, Pellegrin uh, Press, 13th Age. Uh, the thing about SG, SWGs, straight white guys, is that they make great punching bags. That's a quote from them. Still need citation for this, but for now, uh, it's going red. Also published hashtag feminism. <laughs> like <laughs> it, you have to do the bare minimum to be marked as a woke person. Arknight Publishing Delta Games Handler Guide has a whole section on Trump. They're actually more hostile to Trump than actual Nazis. Well, if the politi- <laughs> if these guys are political and believe that Donald Trump is a Nazi, they wouldn't think that Nazis would be, you know, antithetical to Trump. Yeah. That, so that, that's stupid thinking. Gen Con made the list a convention, but honorably honorary assholes. Nonetheless, they go a bit ban happy. See Jeremy Hambly and the whole thing with uh, new TSR, despite being short lived. So they, they're automatically on because they uh, banned Jeremy and they um, <laughs> oh, this one uh, Zwine Handler says Grim and Polarious Games Frinking Dumpster Fire. That's all they put. <laughs> that was their explanation. 
Okay, then. Yeah, so... <laughs> these, uh... So, so people have been freaking out, and they're like, well, now now we know the companies that we're just going to shop off the red list. Here's the problem with that, that the green list are the people that have shown up as indifferent, meaning they haven't shown a stance. So that green list, <laughs> a lot of the companies on the, like Cobalt Press is on the green list and on the red list, both of them, like the same company on both lists. So it's like, what if you, like, what do you, what, what do you get out of this? Like, you're going to hurt companies or people are now going to hurt companies because they only want to buy woke products. And now the set, like there's just, and it's just an arbitrary standard that some random dude on the internet fucking set. So it's like, dude, this thing's a whole fucking mess. (laughs) It's fucking great. (laughs) So again, it's all about the tribalist bullshit. People are going to pick the companies that they're, that are going to, be closest aligned to their thinking, whether it be political or otherwise. The funny Rather thing is, than just finding fucking things that entertain you, people are going to pick up things as little fucking trophies to their goddamn cause. Well, here, here's the worst part. This is the first time that I've seen something where someone hasn't been like, Let, let's just discredit this guy completely because he doesn't have a lot of followers. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. First off, nobody knows where the list came from. So it's literally some random guy <laughs> that put the fucking list together because I cannot find the original post because the guy probably deleted it and no one no one probably archived it quick enough. I'm sure somebody archived it. I just can't find it. But it's like <laughs> instead of discrediting the guy, they took the guy for his word and said, we are only going to buy from your red list. Like <laughs> the fucking critical thinking is phenomenal with these people. <laughs> You're you're you need to temper your expectations for people on the internet, anyways. <laughs> well, just gonna, the, just gonna leave that. Every, there. I swear to God, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm only buying from the red list. I'm going to drive through RPG and only buying from the companies on the red list." And I'm literally thinking to myself, and I'm like, "Did anybody even bother to check where the list came from?" Like, <laughs> that's not the point. They've they've made it. Whoever made the list. <laughs> made a declaration that these are the companies to avoid and because they sound like someone that uh that they don't like uh they're gonna go with the opposite direction because they're assholes well shit put us on the red list <laughs> we don't make anything except for commentary i mean gen con got fucking put on the red list <laughs> Gen Con is a fucking establishment, something that was created. Wasn't it created by Gygax originally? Yeah, Luke Gygax is the one running it. <laughs> like, who, who, who's fucking shocked by this? <laughs> I keep thinking of the YouTuber Gygax. My bad. Oh, yeah. It's no. fine. Don't worry. Use and wrong, then sir. Sh- <laughs> and then you have shit. Speaking of Hambly, we're going to go back to Mr. 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 Uh, Mr. Quarter Pounder himself. <laughs> he ends up going on what was it, Nerdrotics channel, and they ended up being on a fucking gigantic fucking stream with with uh, Mr. Gay Frogs himself. No. Yep, they were. How did that happen, Jones? Oh my god, I haven't really been keeping up with him. S- somebody on my Twitter. Got me stuck on the um, hold Jeremy or hold quartering accountable or some shit like that. 
And it's just like all every time he said something stupid, like <laughs> they just post something. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> Um, I mean, I could get into it, but then this would be a longer podcast than I imagine any of us are capable of dealing with. Needless to say, I've, I've being in the middle of this shit, I've, I've enjoyed Jeremy's unsleeve media offerings, but he hasn't done unsleeve media in like two fucking years. No, he's only done because uh, Midwestly and the other one. Midwestly in the quarter. Quartering. Yeah. Um, yeah, with, uh, unsleeve media, he was stopped doing it because he wasn't getting sponsorships anymore and he was getting tired of opening shit. And not getting any fucking views because uh, box openings have fallen out of favor. So like a lot of that shit's not even worth you know continuing to do, even for any of the diehards who are left. So he's been focusing mostly on the same shit that like Tim Pool and the and the like have been focusing on. Though I think Tim Pool has a little bit more meat to what he's talking about. Once I've realized, once I've uh, realized that I can set uh, set my playback speed. A little higher. It makes dealing with Jeremy's videos a bit more deal, a bit more serviceable because he's slow as fuck. He's got like ten minutes of like nothing. Like yeah. he, he he doesn't get so to the point to like ever. Speed and you won't have that problem. Yeah, no, I just stopped watching him. <laughs> I listen to his stuff occasionally because when he's not talking about shit like uh, what's her face who played Captain Marvel because Brie, Brie Larson, Larson yeah. or he's not, or he's ta- not talking about the same, you know, comics gate, uh, fandom menace shit that everyone else is fucking talking about. He actually talks about shit that actually has some value to it. So I, you know, I pop in and out of his stuff. He covered like, but the thing is too, is like his videos are only like 10, 15 minutes long. It is done on purpose. I understand that. And he does put like, I guess some production value behind it, but it's like, Dude, like how how much of an opinion can you give me in ten minutes? Like, <laughs> like you're not really telling me anything that I can't just fucking read on my own. You could literally make a video, just open up the video and be like Philip DeFranco, and then I'm gonna go Philip DeFranco 2021 <laughs> and just find out what the fuck you're trying to talk about anyway. Like, <laughs> well, I've steered away from a lot of that. Like, I've I've never watched DeFranco. I stopped watching Keemstar fucking like a, a year or two ago because I just got so fucking tired of it. That drama baiting shit just gets really fucking boring after a while. Yeah, I've never liked Keemstar. I think there are a lot of people who share your opinion, but I think that's more of they don't like him as a person because they have their own feelings about his temperament and how he handles shit. But who the fuck knows? He likes Dude, to come off as like know, some like on... loyalty like type person, but then like the second like someone can become like a news article for him, it's not about loyalty anymore. It's he's so weird. Like he's like back and forth on like every. I don't fucking care. Keemstar, you mean he's like, a businessman? Yeah, but that's all he fucking cares about. And then he's like, no, I I take care of my people. <laughs> like no, dude, you you're a piece of shit. Like everybody else that's out there on YouTube, making a living out of it right now. Like that's that's what it is. <laughs> well, it, the, the, well, if you look at a lot of that shit, it's uh, YouTube fosters that fucking environment. And a lot of the yeah. shit that they do in their algorithms forces these people to become clickbait fucking, you know, tourist traps for people who are wandering around YouTube. And it just becomes so fucking aggravating to keep listening to that shit all the time. Like I, I was following, I, I followed tipster for a bit and that same, the same kind of fucking concept as like GameStar. It's just a bit more grounded, I guess. Yeah. It's a bit more, uh, but, it's a bit more mundane. <clears throat> Well, I also follow him because he's friends with uh, uh, Vera Dark, who I've been friends with since 2018. 
And so I, I followed him because she suggested him as somebody to listen to. I like his stuff occasionally, but I like he does more streams than he does videos anymore. And I don't have the fucking patience for streams because streams get too freeform where it's just like nobody can stay on fucking focus. Right. At least with <laughs> at least with videos or like recordings and podcasts, you can edit where shit gets too rambly. So there's still some structure attached to what's being done. That's the reason why I fucking hate Twitch. Again, if I'm not listening to something happening, I'm listening to you bullshitting and I'm never going to watch a fucking like bat, a hot tub stream because I'm not a fucking simp. So. Right. <laughs> I don't think I don't think any of us are that fucking that, that fucking starved for for uh, for spank material that we can't just go on goddamn Google and type in the I word just... boob and find something easier. I just don't understand. Like I, the people doing the hot tub streams are obviously selling other services. Like we already know this. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, well, OnlyFans, yeah, uh, private Snapchats, right? Uh, uh, special Instagrams. There's a litany of different things that they probably put out there that people are uh, partaking of. But when you look at the when you look at the the cost benefit analysis of a lot of that shit. Clearly, these they they managed to to to, to uh, attach to a group a, a virulent group of fucking parasites, or or I guess I, I guess they they become parasitic, and the the host bodies they've been siphoning off of are willing participants because they got them in a very actionable time in their lives where they don't realize that they can just go and do something else than do it for free. I don't know. That kind of shit just drives me up the fucking wall when you start realizing that anybody can spend their money the way they want to. And this is what they ended up doing it as as a way to justify it. It's literally the way I look at Apple. I look at uh, Apple customers. It's like you can get this for cheaper and you can get it for for better quality. But you're spending an extra four hundred to five hundred fucking dollars for this when you could go and get it for even cheaper than that. Yeah. It's easier. I'm supporting the right cause. Am I taking a swipe at our at our illustrious co-host? Well, yes, I am. Do I feel bad about it? I've been giving. I've been taking the piss out of you for being an Apple an Apple head for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you're unapologetic about it, dude. That, it's not even being self-aware. It's not even unapologetic. Like it's literally convenience. Like for the iPhone. The iPhone is just the iPhone. Like, I don't need some fucking fancy, like, all the extra shit that uh, a Galaxy can do or whatever. Like, it's an iPhone. It is what it is. Every phone you're going to you buy now. About the luxury, fancy convenience is that it's an iPhone. That's what most people see when it comes to the iPhone. It, you're buying a brand. And then, and, and that, and no, there's nothing well, wrong with that. Yeah. I think I think and it, it, when you get to the level that Apple got to, they were literally the only gate, you know, only player in the game for like the first year or two when smartphones first started surfacing. It was between them and the Droid, and yeah. the Droid didn't have nearly the the fucking brand net recognition that Apple did. So good on them for getting on the ground level. Yeah. They're never going to be as brand recognition as you know Q-tips. Or you know <laughs> shit like that, where I have you know so, it's like, supposed to be a cotton swab, but we'll always call it a Q-tip. You guys make it seem like I've got I've got a 15 year old MacBook. I have a new iPhone because I broke my other iPhone that I had for the last six years. Like Kayla only has an Apple Watch because I bought it for her because Jack kept taking her phone. Like 
so she was able to like answer like text messages and stuff while my kid was watching videos on her phone. So that was a useful thing for her. And then I bought an iPad because I wanted to read books because I can't look at my tiny ass little screen. <laughs> like that was the only like those are the only products I have. And my even my iPad, it was the only reason I got it was because of like um I, I don't know. I think I got like some sort of bonus or so I fell into some money and I was like, I need an iPad. Like <laughs> so like that's it. You, that's you, it. You keep this up, Jay. You're gonna fall into an eye house before you know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got every dude. I feel like I'm turning into like the fucking Amazon horror. Like I have an echo show that was gifted to me. I've got like four, like four Alexas. Like the only thing now I need is a fucking ring doorbell and the ring security system. And I might as well just fucking put my ass on Pornhub. Like, fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, the most I've, I, the most I have is shit that I got for free because I was been a long-term member of YouTube. I was I have a fucking a... Chrome. I have a Chromecast and a fucking net, a nest mini. And the nest mini is in the box because I don't need the, I don't need the CIA knowing where I am at all times. When I got my, when I, when I bought my house, my mortgage guy gave me a echo or an echo dot with the chase logo on it. So I have that. My, I bought my own Alexa when we lived in the apartment because I wanted the wanted to play music like Kayla listen to music all the time. I got the Echo Show as a Christmas gift last year from my in-laws. I haven't paid for any of my Alexa stuff, but like every TV in my house has a fucking Roku on it. So I'm like every like I have access to like all the Amazon shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like I can't deal with all this smart shit, but at the same time, it makes Are you related to Steve Jobs. Yes. Because <laughs> you know, Josh is a very it, Italian last name. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know how like I've I mean, been thinking about like he's I've going been, back to his job? So I'm fairly certain there's yeah. something up when he's getting all these Apple products, and he doesn't necessarily have a job as of yet. <laughs> You're overthinking it. Now. We're turning. We're turning into I'm the fucking on my Jetsons, man. Hat. We're turning. Oh! We're turning into the Jetsons. I'm getting a little fucking uh, uh, what's it called? Treadmill for my dog now. <laughs> so anyway, now that we've flown completely off the beaten path, thing. yeah. So now that we've flown completely off the beaten path, going back to what I was saying, yeah, th- there was a huge stream with Alex Jones and. There were uh, uh, the, Dick Masterson, I guess, uh, one of his co-hosts ended up fucking uh, dropping information to YouTube that uh, they were talking about vaccination shit on that stream. So, I mean, first of all, fucking snitches get stitches. But, um, like, they I don't know why any of the fuck of those fucking people were on there other than just because they knew that it was a good way that 17,000 people watching that fucking stream. Clearly, they knew what they were fucking doing. I thought Alex but Jones wasn't fucking, allowed on YouTube anymore. Oh, he can go on if he's on someone else's channel. Tim Pool's had him on twice. Oh, Jesus. He could yeah, be okay. on. He just does not have his own InfoWars channel anymore. Yeah, he uh, can't do it on YouTube. He's got to do it elsewhere. He has his own website. He didn't give a shit, um, but it does cut him off from uh, from substantial amounts of revenue because right. it's all YouTube money at that point. My problem with that is, is that YouTube literally shot a gaping hole in their foot 
cutting him out because he was bringing revenue to their site, even with this controversial bullshit. But they just right. got tired of having to deal with the the heat, and their and and their Google and their Google uh, slave owners. Told them that they had to get rid of Jones because they because they were tired of tired of his bullshit and people were getting too fucking heated with him being on there. Again, I think everybody has the right to say whatever dumb shit that they want because I have to have somebody to point and laugh at. Everybody, everybody takes everybody's is so fucking afraid of controversial bullshit. And for me, it's just like, do you th- do you think Miss Cleo would survive in this fucking era? Miss Cleo literally has a goddamn disclaimer on the bottom of her fucking old <laughs> commercials before she, she's dead now. May may she rest in whatever astral plane she may exist in. <laughs> but like they were supposed to be for entertainment purposes only. Right, right. So I know when I see somebody who's doing something that's completely out of the fucking out in fucking left field that has absolutely no bearing on the real world because I know how to fucking see this kind of shit. But apparently the people who are <clears throat> wandering around are so afraid that somebody's going to take the take these idiots seriously or you know these these fucking you know weird you know deranged prophets as they are that they don't really understand that a lot of this shit's being said is like you know you can just not believe him right you don't have to take what he says fucking seriously it's a self-fulfilling it's a self-fulfilling prophecy drew they're so worked up about other people may potentially believe in the nonsense that they themselves are taking it seriously. Well, yeah, that's the problem. My thing with it is, is like, he, I, any the problem with him is, is like, if anybody, like, I don't even give a shit about the gay frogs thing. I thought that was fucking hysterical. Plus, what he said actually had a ring of truth, but it, he said it in the most asinine way possible. It's. Every it's when he starts talking about like interdimensional elves is like, that's the reason why right there you should be like, I don't need to fucking believe anything that he has to say at that point. You're not willing to take the anything said from a person who's selling you boner pills with a grain of salt. Then it's on your dumb ass. It's not their fucking responsibility for you to not realize that they are completely out of their fucking gourd. And that's really where I, that's my stance on that shit. Well, do I watch Infowars? No. Do I give a flying fuck if he goes on someone else's stream and starts talking random shit? Not at all, because I can sit there with my phone and go on Google and look up if he's full of shit or not on a particular thing, because <laughs> I will likely run into an actual accredited news source talking about it in one form or another. So who the fuck cares? But everyone else does, because again, People are too. People take your shit too fucking seriously anymore, and it's fucking driving me absolutely up the wall. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, how did he? Like, who is he? Who had him? Did he just like contact somebody? Like, hey, can I jump in? Like, how do you get him on there? I believe well, Neurotic was already talking to him about being on being on his show because if he he. They were Alex Jones was only on there for an hour. Hambly was only on there for a half hour because I don't think he could fucking handle being on there. When I was watching the playback because uh, mundane Matt was was had a had a late night stream where he was talking about it. They were showing it and it looked like Jeremy was starting to get really fucking uncomfortable, and he ended up ducking out for for dinner. So Jones put him <laughs> on the fucking spot and he goes, so what are you having for dinner? 
And he's like, uh, uh, sub sandwiches. And it's just like, they, Jones knew that Hambly was, Hambly was trying to get the fuck out of there. So he wasn't fucking brought in to that fucking, that fucking pool of people when everything inevitably blows up in their fucking faces for them having Jones on. He was already, because again, he was already, it's, he's already put into that group of people though. Like <laughs> that just solidified him being there. <laughs> oh, I know it's too fucking late. You, you can walk away and try and backpedal it at that point. If you think it's going to save your ass, but you're already, you were there long enough for people to know you were there. Right. If you wanted, if you wanted to be divorced, you wouldn't, first of all, have been on video. You would have put an avatar up. So somebody could just at least, drop could at least the have call. plausible deniability. Not even that. Just drop the call when he joined. Yeah. I mean, anything at that point, just to yeah. fucking divorce yourself. If you that worried again, when you fucking Tim pool had him on and managed to get a shit ton of fucking watchers. And he never took that much heat for having Jones on. He did take some, but it was never but le- it didn't didn't last he, long enough. He had him. He had him on like a week after he was on Rogan though. And Rogan was still causing, uh, catching shit for it. That's yeah, what, that's and, what happened. And the fucked up part is, is, when he had him on the first time, that whole stream got fucking uh, deleted by YouTube. So um, Rogan still has it, though. It all no, it, no. I'm talking about for Tim Pool. Oh, okay, okay. Tim Pool, Tim Pool's first stream with Jones got deleted. I'm sure someone has a copy of it somewhere. I'm sure he does. He he <laughs> ended up having to go back to Jones, and he tried to get him to fly out like the next week, but Jones was already doing something else. So he ended up doing another one a month later, and uh, Orlando and I were watching it. It was fucking fascinating. Not only fascinating, but fucking, like, it was out there, man. Oh, <laughs> dude, that, that wasn't even, like, the full, that wasn't even his full power. A lot of the shit that he, that they had on, they had, because I think at that point, Timcast IRL, the, their website was already up. Like, they had the stuff that they can't play on YouTube that they have on their website, I'm sure it got even more fucking wild at that point because then Jones doesn't have to have a filter, even though they were trying desperately to rein him in during that mm. entire stream, which good on him for trying. So they were, they, they did what Rogan did when he had Jones on, they fact checked him as he was going. The problem with Jones is Jones hates to be fucking reined in. Mm-hmm. And, and so he starts to freak the fuck out. If he, if he keeps getting fucking boxed in like cattle, because yeah. It's Jones, but he was still taking it all in good spirits. It was like eventually, occasionally, he just was like, rah, 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 rah. Well, and that did you see was he was happened. on? He started freaking the fuck out. Fucking Logan it's, Paul had him on, and it was a fucking circus. Straight essentially, circus. Essentially, Alex Jones is the Hannibal Lecter of <laughs> conspiracy theories. <laughs> Dude's, do, the problem with it is, is like he's he's got Cassandra's curse. He he ends up being right about a lot of shit, but no one fucking listens to him because he sounds like a rambling, insane person. Yep. Yep. He, he, because he goes I would so love to have the fucking deep end. You can't take him seriously. I would love to have and like him Hannibal Lecter. Or... We can find out that he's being that he's being honest about a or, or he's right about a lot of this shit. It just freaks you right the fuck out. It's like basically, hello, Clarice. I would oh, love I... to have either him. Or that, uh, what was the other girl's? The Caitlin Bennett. Is that her name? No. Candace oh, Owens? Not Candace Owens. The There's the other girl, the fucking girl that goes around uh, to campuses that got attacked. 
It's Caitlin Bennett, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, you could also go for Lauren Southern if you really want to be fucking uh, controversial. No, I just I want there's somebody. A bu- there's a bunch of different ones that are just like, ooh, you definitely get some crosshairs on you. I mean, if you really want us to get mainstream or get get some shitty attention, that would definitely propel us forward once we start having those kind of guests on. Oh my god, no, Caitlin Bennett was right. It was right. She's the one that goes to campuses that. Um, always likes to talk about gun control or always has a gun or always promotes the, you know, pro-life or whatever. She She's part of InfoWars now. It wouldn't be shocking to me. Yeah. Birds of a feather and all. I think the real, <laughs> I think the real goal, the real goal for me is to just get anybody on any spectrum, like anywhere, like anybody, like <laughs> I'd fucking take Shapiro's like fucking producer at this point. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I I get the problem is is at that point, what would you have to talk with these people about? It'd have to be you political. Would, It'd have to be political. It, it would have to be about gaming. And it, yeah. do any of these fucking people game? No, but it would force them to look into gaming and politics and then watch the shit show that happens from there. Oh, if you don't think those people aren't aware of it, at least tangentially, I I can't help you. I guarantee, especially because those network, the, the network of those people, they're aware of it to one degree or another. Because Shapiro has his own fucking company. Someone yeah. in his company is looking into ga- gaming politics. Actually, they don't have a gaming person. I almost wanted to apply and be like, "Hey, I'll write gaming articles for you, like remotely. I won't move to Tennessee. I'll do it remotely for you." And Shapiro's talk about- <laughs> in Tennessee. Yeah, he moved to Tennessee. No, no. Oh, no, he moved from Tennessee to Florida. He, they moved to Florida recently. Oh, so, fair enough. Yeah, he oh, was in Tennessee. Best of luck, you know, in case the fucking hurricane hasn't already destroyed the damn place. I don't know. I haven't listened to his podcast in a long ass time. I I used to listen to. I just want to like let me hear what kind of crazy shit we're talking about now. And it's always like he'll do like a whole week. Like he did like a whole week talking about like the election stuff. Or he did like a whole week. I'm like, dude, you only have an hour. Like, can you fit anything else in? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> at least we fit in like three or four topics. <laughs> I feel bad for my gar- my uh, my guardian algorithm. We'll, we'll call it that because it's literally my little uh, YouTube guardian angel. Because it really tries so hard to just give me something to watch. But because I watch so many different political spectrum things, like I'll watch Young Turks and Jimmy Dore, and then I'll go and watch fucking like. Forbes and shit like that. And it's like, can we give you something to watch that might be like this? <laughs> it's like, oh, you poor little you, you poor little child. You're trying so hard to, to be a little diligent little AI, but you just can't follow me. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> error, you're, error. You're done fucked compute. up. Yeah, you're done fucked up. <laughs> like, again, I try and make, make it so that I, co- I cover a, a larger swath of things. That's why stuff like InfoWars wouldn't bother me if it was on. I'm just like, okay, have it on the background. I'm not uncomfortable by it. There might be others who might be uncomfortable that are with me and that, you know, I plan accordingly. But like if I'm on my own and I end up being in an area where someone's watching that, I don't give a shit. Watch whatever the fuck you want. Why, why, why do you need this fucking nanny state to, to, to rein you in? Why are there so many people who need to have their hand held? Why are there so many stillborn fucking adults who need people, need, need a daddy figure to tell them what to do? Did because they, just, they were they, never raised properly back when they still had the excuse. 
That's my guess too. It's just like how many of you single family households apparently or single parent households? What what the fuck, man? And uh, no, that's not again. That's not a slight against people who are in single parent households because again, I was a product of divorce as well. But fucking a, dude. At some point, you have to be responsible for yourself, and nobody feels like doing that anymore. And there are a bunch of fucking twenty and thirty somethings who are just like, I don't know how to be an adult. I pay taxes and then want somebody else to 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 fucking shake my dick for me after I'm done pissing. I don't get it. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, how do we get on this fucking topic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how we fucking got here. Hambly, that's how we got here. Yeah, blame Hambly for this. That's what's going to end up <laughs> happening later anyways. Fucking quartering. Um, <laughs> See, that's who we should have on board, just as a guest. I reached, hey, Jerry, uh, what? I actually, <laughs> I actually reached out to him when we first started. He was one of the people I reached out to. He never, obviously never saw it. So it is what it is, whatever. So I get it. He doesn't have time for us. We are too small fry. <laughs> I've uh, talked to the dude. He's a very interesting guy. It was a good conversation I had with him talking about I'm last time saying... I talked with him, I it was uh 2018 and we were we ended up talking about uh wizards and uh how they treat LGSs because he actually had somebody who uh somebody who was with him who was actually an LGS owner and was just like, Yeah, fuck the fuck wizards. They 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 don't give a flying fuck about me. I'm not saying he wouldn't so be an interesting good. conversation, but it wouldn't be how think people think it would be. I would assume. I don't know. Well, Anybody that I'm ever going to have on, I'm never going to fucking attack for anything. Well, so. you also don't, you also don't give a shit and yeah. it, you have similar, you have similar, uh, um, sensibilities. So it wouldn't be something that hard off again. We're all Midwesterners. So we have very similar similar viewpoints on things when it comes to personal freedoms and dealing with, uh, dealing with ne- negative situations. So I don't know. I mean, look what Again, happened with, look what happened I, with the sci-fi for me, uh, with Jason from there. I mean, it was a fucking four hour civil, the, probably the most civil conversation we could have ever probably had. <laughs> no yeah, one, no out, one attacked I, I reached out to him after the fact to try and get, see if he can get us a connect, connection with fucking clownfish. And that never fucking happened. Eh, whatever. I feel like Keenan and Clownfish are going to have a hard time getting a hold of, but it's all good. Um, I feel like that's intentional. What do you mean? I think they're made, I think they make it so that they are difficult to reach because they don't want a bunch of bullshit. Again, uh, Geeky Sparkle and Neon are married, so why the right. fuck would they want any kind of heat on their family? They make it as difficult as possible to reach them because they want it that way so that they, their family doesn't have to deal with the, the nonsense that's attached to what they do. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jason's not not hooking us up or not like whatever. <laughs> I don't I'm not I was never yeah. worried about it when it comes to that kind of stuff. I like when, when I talked to him and he said he would, you know, see what he could do. Yeah. It's just like. That that could mean any number of things. It could have just been a a good a, a good uh, a good heart response to be like, yeah, I'll totally you know when I get a chance and I'm not busy doing 800 other things. It's like okay, oh, yeah, whatever. No, they've been super busy. But over I, like there. I, I have no <laughs> I have no I have no expectations. I I I assume I I assume you know nothing and hope for the best. It's just easier that way. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's perfectly fine. I was just like, I'm like, I, whatever he, like, I feel like Jason's probably the busiest person because, like, you look at, like, I would just follow, follow them on Twitter now, and, like, they're always constantly doing something. So yeah, he's like, got a stream every day, several sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, he skipped one because of something that came up like last Monday. And I was just like, wow, you skipped something? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It, Where are we it is what it is. Life, yeah. life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, we're a month away from Metroid Prime. Uh, not Metroid Prime. Oh, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. Yeah. We're a month away Don't from be- it. Don't be trying to turn my cotton candy dream world into a nightmare of showers and shit. I know, right? <laughs> Metroid Dread, and then it's still a mo- it's the same amount because the um the switch comes out that same month in October, doesn't it? So we're yes, it does. Yeah, so we're a month away from the new Nintendo Switch and Metroid Dread. I would not be shocked if they released on the same day. I think I, are they a week apart? I don't, Honestly, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I'd be I also, I think, War, I, think War, I think Wario, I think WarioWare just came out too, didn't it? WarioWare right. did come. Nobody likes that fucking game. Like, fuck out of here. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Nobody wants that mini game bullshit. <laughs> WarioWare is not bad in concept. It's essentially games on crack. And Wario's a pretty good fucker. You already, smoking you already have with. Mario Party. What the fuck are you WarioWare for? Because I want to fucking play the games for myself in little mini bursts so I have something to do in between the times I'm doing other things. Fuck you. Yeah, they release on the same day. So Metroid Dread and the new... Uh, um, Disrespecting my WarioWare. I will. Fuck it's fucking shitty-ass fucking game. Go, fuck your go, go back too. to play. Go back to, play to playing Mario, Mario Kart. Shut the fuck I'm up. Just for a Wario Land game sometime in the future. That I will play. Wario Land. Every Pokemon <laughs> game is just as good as the last one. It is. <laughs> oh, you some child. See, this is why you don't play Wario Guerre. You are already high on shit. <laughs> oh, Pokemon. Damn. Pokemon just keeps getting better when they keep like restricting the Pokedex. That's all it is. It just gets better. <laughs> uh-huh. Whatever you say. Uh oh, we didn't do we talk about the Nintendo um Nintendo online doing the uh yeah we did. You mean the expansion? Yeah. Well that's only a rumor. We don't know if they're actually doing it. Oh yeah, because they haven't they we haven't gotten the Nintendo Direct for that shit. I don't know when the fuck that's supposed to happen. I don't know. Yeah. So so far it's only been speculation over speculations over a rumor, so we can't even confirm or deny that that's what they're gonna do. It's a good idea, but based on how they're doing with uh both the NES and the SNES library, I'm gonna assume that it's gonna be trickled down all the same at the same snail's pace. And it's going to piss me right the fuck off because that's only <laughs> what now four libraries and games that they're going to be, you know, penny pinching on us. Like, fucking come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we can't we have nothing else to say about their bullshit other than. Yeah. <laughs> 
because are we are, am I wrong on this? We all we were all hoping at least at this point that they would be better capable of releasing more games at a more frequent basis to you know improve the 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 quality of the purchase of the Nintendo yearly membership and instead they are so piss poor at keeping that reservoir closed. They don't even that... have well to be fair they don't even have um enough games that utilize the online service to make it worth the online. but it's only 20 bucks a year <laughs> like you, I mean they're not that, really charging a lot <laughs> at some point that $20 is not worth it anymore. Want to know why? Go back to Xbox Game Pass as an example where you get hundreds of games, including third-party games, shitloads of them for like... That's a streaming four, That's four, a streaming service, not a virtual library. So is the, so is the Nintendo Online. That's streaming. Yeah, no, it's different because it's retro gaming where the Game Pass is new games. You it's can play not new games. It it's is. not nearly as old, but there's still old games on there. Old games as old as 10 years old. Right. But what I'm saying is you have access to the newer games. But that's what I'm trying to. T- and you think streaming old school games, games as old as 30 years old is somehow impossible? No, but for 20 bucks, if that's all you're giving me, then it's not bad. <laughs> I would be expecting their whole <laughs> fucking library. Hold on. Eh. Hold on. Not 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 only like not only like 30 games. Come See, on. The Game Pass covers Halo Infinite when it comes out, like Destiny 2. Well, Destiny 2 is already free. FIFA 21. There are hundreds of games available on the Xbox um uh Game Pass. I know. That's at what a I'm far saying. Cheaper rate. No. No. Game Pass does not co- cost more than $20 a year. <laughs> Did you think it costs more than that or less than that? <laughs> I was like, what, $5 a month? No, it's a yearly pass that you pay for. And how much is it? I'm looking it up right now. Per year. It's 15 bucks a month or uh, I think it might be 70 for the year. Hold on. Okay, so you're looking at the price of one full, the full price 60, of one game. Sixty bucks for a year, twelve or uh, ten bucks a month. Okay, oh, no, that's live gold. Hold on, what the fuck? Ultimate, Hold on, Ultimate we're, Game we're, Pass is fifteen a month, so you're paying the GameFly fee basically. Sixty bucks a month for hundreds of fucking games, full size games, games that are only compared to twenty a old. year. Stop with that price because all you're getting are dinky NES and SNES games and access to their online Xbox. You have to pay for the online and the game pass. (laughs) That's what I'm saying is like Nintendo is not giving you less than what's expected of it. Shooting on this. (laughs) 
clearly their price the, clearly the uh, the value is much greater on the Xbox than it is on the on the Nintendo Switch. The Xbox far. Game Ultimate Game Pass uh gives you Netflix style library of hundreds of games that you can play across Xbox, PC, Android including first party Microsoft releases as soon as they come out. Ultimate also includes all of the perks of Xbox Live Gold. So it's 15 bucks a month for the online service. And access to hundreds of games. So what's we we won't take we won't take uh tax into account. So it's one hundred and eighty dollars a year compared to twenty. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the quality <laughs> of the games far exceed than the than than what the Switch is offering. And what system do you play more? Huh? What system Nintendo, do you play Switch. more? Why? Okay, well then the Xbox Game Pass does nothing for you. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Neither does the playing... Nintendo's online Switch service. When I play one game essentially without online, then don't pay for the online. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> I'm they're they're you they're not giving that... you they're not giving you Xbox library style stuff. They're giving you access to the online access to like the voice chat app thing, which you don't even have to have the online for. Yeah. Which nobody uses. And they give you two retro libraries that again, I I, I'll agree are not the best. They're not good. They're not, not even close to being they're not even close to being best. I don't know. They're Kirby, not even good. Kirby's Dreamland's pretty decent. I like uh, Double Dragon that's on there. Um, I'm not saying there aren't any good games. I'm saying there are so few of them. But you're only paying that not 20 even worth a year. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Did you just fucking get it over with? Jeez. It's just, but seriously, it's $20. $20 a year as opposed to $180 a year. Plus, Xbox has like has to keep up their servers, so they're paying. You have to pay more for that. I get that, but like, come on, <laughs> they're not doing everything Xbox is. That's why they're cheaper, <laughs> and thus their quality has suffered for it. Okay, well maybe they'll figure it out eventually, but. <laughs> They They've don't need. They don't five need five years already to figure but this shit out. Nintendo does isn't known for their online play. The only game that they had at one point for online play was like Splatoon. <laughs> They're adding more like online stuff to things, but even that is not like those games are not intended to be played online. That is no longer an excuse, especially when they are the oldest company out of the big three right now. Yeah, but Nintendo does what Nintendo does. <laughs> like they don't care what everybody else is doing, and it's costing them dearly. Is it though? Uh, their sales say otherwise. <laughs> Most people that own the other systems own a Switch. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, I mean, the Nintendo Switch is literally turning into the 3DS. That's what it is. It's the 3DS <laughs> of this generation.
There's nothing else to be said there. <laughs> it has the convenience to be traveled around with, which you cannot travel around with. I mean, unless you play on your Android phone, <laughs> you don't have the convenience to travel around with your Xbox Game Pass. You have the convenience of bringing your system with you everywhere with Nintendo. So it's like there's there's no need for them to charge more and offer more when whatever bare minimum that they're doing is working. <laughs> Essentially, they monopolize their own fucking uh, system. Fair. Okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> they monopolize their own system, so who gives a fuck, right? Their service can remain shitty for as long as... no. For as long as possible, because idiots like us will continue to keep buying it. Fair enough. It's not even idiots like us. It's because people will keep buying it. Like everybody that's complaining about it are the ones still paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I see it as like it is what it is. Like, I'm like, it might be a shitty service. I use some online stuff. I don't have a problem with whatever I've been playing. And every once in a while, I dive into the library like (laughs) It is what it is. So it's not like, I mean, I guess I could buy every single one of those Nintendo games on like a virtual store like they used to do. But even that virtual store wasn't as in depth, but it wasn't as in depth as. Like some of the games on there now, like some of the games on there now aren't weren't part of the virtual library. And some of the virtual library isn't part of what it is now, (laughs) like the N64 stuff. And I don't think you can buy the N64 stuff anymore. I think they shut the Wii. Didn't they shut the Wii U stores down? No, not yet. Not yet. You still have until next year for that. Yeah, so even that will go away. But all I'm saying is that it is what it is, and it's not anywhere near as expensive as anything else is. But I guarantee I don't pay the $20. I'm going to notice the games that actually needed it and then I'll end up buying it again. So. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is like Nintendo has stated multiple times since its inception that they've wanted longer term uh, users of Nintendo online. They don't want people who just kind of drop in and drop off on it. And it's, and my response to that is then you need to offer better things. But you're dealing with a company who is, you know, 300 plus years old or 100 plus years old. And that's just not going to fucking happen. Yeah, it's just not there. They they think that they know what they're going to do and no one's going to tell them otherwise the consequences be damned. And if that's going to end up being the case, I'm not going to fucking argue. But. I'm also not going to have to be happy with the offerings. This is a conversation we've had already. We've had this conversation eons ago. Yeah. It's literally. Uh, no one's saying they don't need to offer more games. Quality. It's literally, we just have to wait for it. They make us wait and release. Like when Nintendo, when the Nintendo online first started, they gave you part of like the three games. They gave you like a month. If that it, it would turn into like what, like every other month at some point. You ended up with like save files towards the end of the game. Like they gave you like checkpoint files of the same game. Like Kirby's Dreamland was one of them. You got Kirby and then you got Kirby like save file thing that puts you further along in the game. I'm like, what the hell is the point of that? (laughs) Save states are something that emulators have done for free 
for decades. Right, but do you no, see? No, no, no. But that, they that's all. Not but what that's he's referring to. But what he's I'm referring saying. to essentially, he's referring to essentially the way that they have them broken down for some of the games is essentially you have the original game that you have to play through. And then you have the original game, like if your older brother played through half of it and handed you the controller because he was bored. And they're giving it to you as an offering as part of their, whatever they gave you for the online for that month, which is, which, again, which is bullshit. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> but, I like, but again, I'm agreeing with Orlando. Anybody who owns an emulator probably can get a save, a save file online with the game half beaten if they already want to. This is not new fang. A lot of what Nintendo is offering is shit that's already been out and available for a while. Is it more is it more uh, uh, compiled and more accessible? Absolutely. And no one's going to argue with that. But if you look at what I, I'll even say, I'll even compare it to something like what's what Nintendo offered with their uh, with the retro reconsoles that they did, like the like the SNES Classic and the NES Classic. It's just a compilation. And it, all it is is just creating a creating an area where you have access to these things in one consolidated area rather than, you know, exchanging out cartridges or having to go to a different file like with the virtual console. All they've done is cut out a middleman that, honestly, they're so late to the fucking game when it comes to emulation, even on their own product. So here's that. These you things were available me, back when the, when the ZSNES was available. They're not only late. The very thing that you mentioned, Jay, was something that knockoff NES clones have been doing for decades. I can you, still boot up a, an, an, uh, a Famiclone that has games like Super Mario Brothers where you can start at literally any fucking world in the game you, wa you want. You guys aren't listening to me. <laughs> I'm complaining that they're giving me the same exact game with a save state as and I you, oh. you have 716 licensed games and you're feeding me the same game in the same month with a save file. I'm complaining about it. <laughs> you guys aren't listening to me. You have seven seven hundred and sixteen entire time about how those services still worth it. it. It is worth it, but when you're giving me the same game, when you have seven hundred and sixteen other games to choose from, I'd rather have that than a save state. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely <laughs> and wholeheartedly agree, and I, I I assume Orlando agrees with that statement too. Why we don't have access to? I, I'll even be conservative. Why we don't have access to, at the very least, half of the NES library? No, I'll say seventy-five percent of the NES library and half of the SNES library at this point is beyond my fucking comprehension. And I get it. Not every company. The, the, not every third-party company that made games for Nintendo is able to re-license out to Nintendo for a lot of the stuff they want to bring on. So that's my that'll be my argument for them not putting out as much as they can. But the trickle right. that they're putting out, it's again, it, it's the juice isn't worth the squeeze at this point, especially when you have a lot of online games now that are in, can, uh, difficult to even play. I can't play Streets of Rage with more than one fucking person. So I don't get any significant value out of having the online service for that. I'd rather just play couch co-op at this point, especially because all of the people I know 
are all vaccinated so I can have them over and play couch fucking co-op if that ends up being the case. Yeah, I still haven't figured so, out how to do that. With the fucking two switches, about to be three switches in my house, I still don't know how to play couch co-op. <laughs> it's, again, there, there's going to be a drop-off. There's going to be a significant drop-off if it already hasn't happened already. I'd have to look at the. I have to look at what what public numbers are available at this point, where a lot of people might have set it to auto pay, where they're just paying for Nintendo Online on you know a credit card or something. Yeah. But anybody who's paying monthly, like using their gift cards and stuff, why the fuck would you continue doing it unless you are a diehard Nintendo fan, and you want to give money to Nintendo for the good things that they're doing? At the end of the day. They're not even doing they're not even doing uh, retro game curation any service because the fucking uh, the emulation community has been doing it a hell of a lot better and more consistently. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people have given them shit when it comes to, you know, taking down all those all the ROM sites because it's a 60 40 split. It's 60 percent illegal to be you know distributing those those files. But 40% of it's curation. It's a museum setting where these people are making sure that these games don't fall into the abyss because the root companies aren't fucking doing anything with them. And even the stuff that Nintendo's offered, it it boggles the mind why there isn't more. Why do you want to go out of your way to touch, to, to pick up any of the shit that Nintendo's offering? You can go and do it for free still. They're still torrenting that you can go and do and get most of these fucking games in better quality or with fucking homebrews that you can attach to them or or uh, ROM ROM hacks that make the game 100 times better. And Nintendo isn't doing anything with them innovative anyways. They're just re-offering yeah. them after they've gone through the hoops of getting the fucking licensing. <laughs> and while I agree with Nintendo going, fuck you, we actually have to pay licensing to these companies when we go and you know put their games on our, on our, uh, our, fla- our throwbacks. You don't have to pay them a fucking thing. You just t- rip the fucking ROMs off the games and, you know, and put them out for free. So, you know, I'd be pissed off, too, if I was doing everything legit and there was a black market coming up behind me doing that stuff. But they're so fucking late to the game. One, doing what they're doing. And two, going after the people who have been doing it better for longer. And don't get me started on the shit where a lot of their... uh their virtual console stuff are literally they've taken the the ROM files off lo- online. There are conspiracy theories that the majority of the stuff that they have in their retro consoles are likely just ROM ROM ripoffs that they've taken off online and just ran with it because they had the licensing for it. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but again, <laughs> fuck that shit. And they don't, and like, if you if you look at a lot of stuff like Nintendo Online, you actually get access to some to uh, actually no, you don't even get access to fucking deals. God, it's even worse. Like you, they couldn't even they couldn't be bothered to even do a free fucking only, game, regular game, not just their fucking retro library. Yeah, the only deal you get is when like not even really a deal, but they finally did that. If you buy a new game, you get the coins that you can use for like money off of games. Like a discount. It's not thing. even that. You it's not even buy a game, get a disc. You can you can earn points to discounts. I've to actually gotten. Percentage. I've actually gotten with the amount of games I've bought, I've gotten three free games out of using my gold points. 
I've gotten tons of free, I've gotten tons of free games too. I usually waste I usually use my coins on things that are either on sale yeah, like or indie, stuff indie or... titles that have been suggested to me that are super bargain bin like they're like a dollar or less that are still pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I I you, I've been getting free games out of that as well, but contrast that to the Nintendo Club and it's not even fucking there's not even a fucking contest. No. The shit that I got from Nintendo Club are still on my walls. The shit from I got from, that I got from Nintendo Club is still on my 3DS. Like th- there, there's no contest to that. That's the shit that, N- that Nintendo Club offered is probably in people's is probably in people's fucking collection somewhere. There's the Hanafuda cards they were offering. The fucking keychains. There was an entire thing of stuff that you could get from Nintendo Club that was worth getting. The fucking Game and Watch stuff. Doc Lewis's punch out. Yep. I mean, they give they did yep. give you with the Nintendo Online, they gave you special stuff that you could buy, like the NES remotes that you can only get if you were subscribed. And then there was something else. Or was it just the remotes? All no, of, the, the, it's all just the, the remotes right now. Yeah. But like if they expanded even that, like you, you got exclusive like product that you could buy. Like, even that would be kind of cool. I don't know. It needs some work, obviously, but for $20, like, compared to what everybody else is charging, like, I have to pay $120 for two PlayStations to get them online to play everything. But then they give you free games every month, even though some of them are, like, the shittiest games ever. Some of them aren't. Some some of them are actually decent games. Um, But, like... I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's at the end, at the end of the day, you have to be the deciding factor on what you're willing to spend your money on and, and not, and not let YouTubers essentially, you know, hijack what your decision is. I think when it comes to any kind of subscription service, be it Netflix, Hulu, PSO, um, Xbox Live or or Nintendo Online, you ultimately have to determine where you want to use your money in that regard and how much value you're going to derive from it. Yeah, but it's easier and for me to again, drop 20 a year than it is for me to drop 60 a year. How much are you using your PlayStation, uh, the, uh, the online service for PlayStation? Fucking never. <laughs> I'm not talking I- <laughs> about you specifically. I'm talking about your household. No, no, I pay for two different PlayStations. My son, his own PlayStation, gets all the use out of it. Me, I get, like, no use out of it, and I still pay for it. Because I can't, like, the ability for me to move my Switch around my house and play without a TV is substantially more important to me than having to sit in front in a stationary spot. Like, until I can, like, finish the basement, maybe the PlayStation has basically been off limits for me. Like I can't, like I started ghost of uh, Shishima. I've never finished it. Like I, I've gotten past the you original just get tutorial. The Vita, right. And you'll be able to pl- play it just the same. It's not the same. No, you're talking to someone who owns a Vita and tried to play fucking doom 2016 using the remote play. And it was a fucking joke. The, the frame rate for it was so bad that it wasn't even worth playing. Yeah. All right. So it's like that. Yeah. That that's a personal experience. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. So like the ability that the switch get like that. That's why I I say I love my switch because 
I literally play my Switch every day. Every day. Be it Pokemon Unite, be it I went back to Let's Go, going to Chris Tales, going to Animal Crossing still, going to um, some random, like, um, thing on the online service. Like, there is something on my Switch that has me playing for a couple hours a day every day where my PlayStation is literally collecting dust at this point. Well, that then that that's where your value is with you with for you. Honestly, if I were up, if it were up to me, I wouldn't even fucking waste your money on PlayStation online for yourself anymore. Just pay for your son. We get a PS five at this point. Well, yeah, I wouldn't waste your money on a I'm PS5 getting, at all. I'm getting one, <laughs> but I'm only getting one. I'm not buying two like I bought for two PS4s. Okay, if you're only get okay, the two games that that you'd even give a flying fuck about are both coming out for the PS4. Right. That would be Ragnarok, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and uh, uh, Horizon uh, uh, Strange Frontier. No, I don't even care. Those about are that both one. coming out for both systems. <laughs> So why the fuck does it even matter? Don't you're wasting your money at that point. The, the Miles Morales Spider-Man no, is even my, on the fucking PlayStation 4 still. No, my son would get the use out of it, but I'd still have it if I wanted to play it. I don't need two of them is what I'm saying. Oh, I, yeah, fair enough. That, then that makes sense, because then he's the one who's going to be using it the majority of the time. Right, exactly. Now, fair enough. It, it, go, it would go back to the old school one per household. Like this two, three, four systems per household is something new to people. Like people don't understand. Like when we were growing up, it was one system per household. Like that was it. Like you either played it together or you watched somebody play it or somebody watched you play it or you didn't get to play it at all because you only had one fucking TV in the house. (laughs) Like, (laughs) So it's like. Uh, this having two of them and having the ability for both of us to do something like separate is cool. Like, but it's not necessary for me anymore because I think I've gotten, I've gotten to the boomer stage where I only need one per the household because I'm not fucking playing it as much as my kid is. And even he hasn't really been playing it because now with his like sports and stuff, like he goes from school to football, comes home, does his homework and then goes right to sleep. Like after dinner, like that's his routine right now. Like, and his games are on Saturdays. So Saturdays he's playing. I try not to make him do a whole bunch of like chores, like mowing the lawn and stuff. And then Sundays we're mowing the lawn, watching football. Now we're not playing video games like we used to, like (laughs) as a family. So it's like, even, even like maybe even that PS five might not even be fucking worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Again, That's what Orlando is saying. It's like why I think you need to make a cost benefit analysis for yourself going forward, especially as and it's a development thing, too. As your son gets older and his sensibilities start to change and his priorities start changing, he may just never play video games consistently enough to be able to do that kind of stuff anymore. That's something that I, even I think about with my offspring. I, I, eventually he's going to want to drop off of playing video games. He might just start doing more activities with his friends. Obviously if he's like me, he won't start doing that stuff probably till sophomore year because freshman year is kind of a weird transitional thing where if he didn't jump into an activity in the first place, it's not going to be until later that he does that kind of stuff anyways. So, yeah. but like with yours, don't waste your money. 
it might not be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only reason I'm getting the the new switch is to upgrade mine. And then I'm giving my other one to my youngest because he likes to play the Paw Patrol games. So he'll have three games that he can play and he's starting to play Let's Go. So like he wants to play Pokemon Let's Go. So I'm like, all right, cool. Play Pokemon Let's Go. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. I got the game. Play it. Like, fuck it. (laughs) Exactly. For you, it's a stage thing because you have kids in different age brackets where the priority level is very different. So you'll be able to make those kind of decisions based on that. Don't go half cocked, especially because I've been saying it. We've been saying it over and over again since the PS5 came out, especially with the scalping. Don't pay over retail one right. and two don't ha- don't you know sell a kidney just to get the fucking system because a lot of the head a lot of the the headliner games unless you're going for like specific because again we still have to talk about state of play um yeah we're not gonna get to that <laughs> I, that that's up to you we haven't even gotten to, no we're not getting to that. <laughs> the new spider-man game looks cool and there's a couple some, of the the, in, the indie offerings looked really interesting yeah and then there's some really cool there like just go watch the playstation state of play they have some like project eve was a, was a big one i liked um thor ragnarok has a trailer that everybody's freaking out about because of fat thor um Oh, uh, you War. mean uh, you mean God of War? Ragnarok. God of War, yeah, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> what did I call it? Really, I thought it was. Uh, thought it was that other one. Other what? No. Apparently, one of the Nordic gods was changed into a black woman, and people are pissed off about it. She's a fucking giant. What? She's a she's a Jotun. It's it's an act. She can shape shift. It doesn't matter what she is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Uh, we can talk. Well, we can I, talk I was, about that I had next no time. No idea about it. All I just noticed is that people were getting pissed people, off about that. Man, like, people are getting fucked up. Y'all get pissed off about. We'll, we'll talk about God of War shit off, next time. People were pissed off about Dad Bod Thor, which again, yeah. Chris Hemsworth did it. What the fuck are you people bitching about? I don't and know. then they're like, oh, well, you know, he's not the real Thor. I'm like, because he's not Chris Hemsworth? Dude, <laughs> real, real Thor. You don't know what fucking real Thor was unless you read actual Nordic lore. And if you so did read Nordic, and if you did read. Bellied redhead. If you did read Nordic know. lore, you knew the guy loved to drink beer and indulge himself in food. He hundred percent looked like that. <laughs> he owned he, he owned two immortal goats in which he would kill and eat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, so uh, the, here's the highlights from the state of play. Uh, the you got a coder remake, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. It's coming oh out. Oh my for, god, the it's, controversy on that one right now. Fuck. It's coming out PlayStation Five first, and then will be released to other systems. Uh, project yeah, when it got when it got announced people were excited yay then they found out who was who's the head writer of the game no yeah i didn't pay I any attention to that so. I, I don't care that, that apparently she apparently she was fucking around on the internet and people took what she said seriously so they're overly concerned that she's not gonna do right by the, the source material again People just need to fucking wait and see and quit right. fucking looking on the social media and making your decision based on what people what people say on there. But most of the time, those people are fucking around on there, and I don't give a shit what she says online until I see the product in front of me. I'm not going to make that to make a a fucking character assassination on somebody based on that. Right. I was watching Tony TGD's video about it, 
And I uh, and I'm kind of like I said, I'm going to wait and see on this shit. I already own the original KOTOR, so I don't really care what ends up happening with that. I have the game uh, if I want to play it. So if they end up doing something that's wildly different or they end up, you know, making making changes that are taking creative liberties that end up fucking over, you know, the original people who like the original game. If you are if you are yeah. <laughs> somebody who's worried that they're going to fuck with Kotor, you probably already own Kotor one and two already. Yeah. So what the fuck do you care? Yeah. So that one, Project Eve, looked fucking awesome. Tiny Tina Wonderlands looked pretty fucking cool. Um, I, these are the notes I took. The um, action, the action RPGs in the PS five are becoming crazy. Project Eve looks like a Devil May Cry, like has a Devil May Cry feel to it. And that's the kind of like RPG style like that's going forward. That's going to be great because that's what God of War is basically. Um, that 3D action RPG style is looks awesome. Forspoken was another one. It's a futuristic person that gets dropped into a medieval time that has like a magic uh, gauntlet. That looked interesting. They won't let fucking Grand Theft Auto die. Uh, Ghost. Yeah, <laughs> GTA Five. It's gone to PlayStation Five. <laughs> That's what ridiculous. Seven fucking systems that goddamn game has been on. Yeah, just let it die. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo <laughs> looked really fucking cool. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt looked pretty good. Uh, they actually have the different tr- uh, clans. Some of them. They only showed Bruja, Toriador, and Nosferatu. Um, but they showed like hunters coming after people. So I'm wondering if there's going to be all of them and it's not just going to be those three. Um, and then the villains is still going to be neutered. Yeah, probably. And then the um, Marvel as a whole, as a company is releasing some really dark, like dark edgy style games. Uh, the first one coming is guardians of the galaxy. And then the uh, Spider-Man with the venom um, is another one. And then there's another, there's a third one, and I can't remember what the third one is. But if it's not Marvel versus Capcom two, I don't want to hear it. No, it's a, it's, it's. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like action RPG style that PlayStation is leaning hard into right now, and it looks just fucking awesome. So, um, and then there's a couple indie titles that we've already talked about from the first state of play. Um, that like Death Loop. Um, I'm not as excited after seeing the rest of the state of play seeing death loop again because i'm like uh it looks cheesy as fuck so <laughs> take that as you will but the rest of the games on here like that i've mentioned looked fucking phenomenal and i've, I've of course god of war um which caught some controversy outside of thor um i forgot the other anger uh i forgot her name and then there's some like graphical issues that they caught shit for uh, like they're just basically reskinned the game. Like the animations are the same. That's what people are saying. There's like videos out there of it, but the game is still in development because they pushed it off. If anybody fucking remembered, like the animation to for him jumping into the boat is this. It looks like the same animation, just the opposite, like mirrored. Um, no, which game are you talking about for this? God of God War. of War. God of War. Okay, so Dead of Boy. Okay, yeah. God of War, um, that game got pushed off and there's still no release date. They just said next year. So <laughs> I don't even mind. I yeah. don't even mind for that. Like when it comes to God of War, yeah, take your fucking time, guys. I'm I'm sure it'll be a fucking fantastic game. But even if they reskinned the animation of him jumping in the boat, am I really gonna be like, oh man, I wish they would have had him do like a backflip into the boat? 
Like the fuck? He's jumping into a boat. Like how many different ways can you fucking jump into a boat? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you go check WWE games and how they get in the fucking ring all the time? Oh my god, fuck that. I want him to take a running reskinning is good. No, go ahead. Reskinning is one of those things that is just part and parcel to it to the industry when it comes to games that have sequels that come out with relative quickness to the original game. If especially because God of War is coming out on the PS4 and the PS5. So whatever upscaling and shit they're going to be doing for the PS5, it's still going to probably be the same graphical capabilities across the board. There's just going to be, you know, you have the solid state shit in place with the PS5. Right. It's so a, if they I'm not don't change the graphics that much, I'm not shocked by that. Because, again, the PS5 doesn't look that much better than the PS4 right now. Exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not that it's not going to be that big of a deal. And, and people are look, freaking out about the littlest fucking things now. That's all it is. Look, the fact that the fact that it's coming out as quickly as it is, is meaning the light is the. Those are the least of its concern. For fuck's sake, it's likely going to be used on the same engine as the, the as the last God of War. So I don't even know why they're concerned oh, yeah. about something as simple as uh, reusing animations. They're probably just using the same engine. Which is funny A because lot they of showed you some of do that, including which, Nintendo. Which is funny because they show you some of the fight scenes, and the fight scenes look a thousand times different. So if jumping into a boat is your only fucking complaint and they changed all of the combat like visuals, like go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, go fuck yourself. Oh, anyway. All right. Did we, did we hit everything? I think we fucking, I think we hit everything. Did we? I want to say we did, but uh, don't quote me on that one. No, we, uh, mi- we missed the Nickelodeon yeah, fighting we, uh, game. Yeah, the Nickelodeon fighting game. Eh, eh, eh it is what it is. All right, uh, it's fucking 12.15, and I'm fucking tired, and I know I'm going to have to be up with the fucking dog at fucking 5 in the morning. Well, once once you actually manage to get so. some fencing around there and get her get her a proper yard to play around in and a doggy door, no, you won't have won't. to do fucking anything. You don't understand. I, I have a lead outside, right? And I put her on the lead, and she instantly gets afraid of it. She'll be walked out there on a leash, no problem. She gets put on a lead in the yard where she can run the whole fucking yard. I'm kidding. I'm not lying to you when I said I got a lead long enough for her to run the whole yard and come up to the and come up to the back door. She gets scared of it. So. There's the okay. You're dumb, but clearly she's gone through some shit. Dude, she's only like three years old. <laughs> three years. Three months old. She's only three months old. She's scared of fucking lawnmowers and air conditioners turning on. <laughs> so. Ugh. She'll get over it, though. She learned about rabbits, though. That was fun. <laughs> anyway. um, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another Angry Wargamer podcast. It's been fun. <laughs> Um, I, I have a little, I have something special coming at some point. Um, I have to work on it for everybody. It's, it's not new. It's content for this podcast. There's no, nothing new happening. It's just, I have to fucking work on it and release it. Um, but there's that follow us on all the socials. If you don't know, go back and listen to another one and grab all of our socials. 
And as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourself.